Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, potless style reviews where we dish out the freshest takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlists. What up, guys? Alan here, and we're today going to be taking a look at Unlocked 1.5 by Denzel Curry and produced by Kenny Beats. Uh, real quick, this is just a follow-up to the Unlocked album that Curry dropped last year in 2020, right? Like, right before the pandemic started hitting. But this time, he's been working with both Kenny Beats and a ton of different artists on every song here to make to make the album just have a ton of different, like, weird re- remixes and cool guest verses. So, going back in, none of these songs are completely original but they do have a lot of original verses and a lot of sweet new production. Uh, Kenny Beats, if you don't know, is a very prominent music producer. And the two came together and have a whole like video series on YouTube about making this and about collaborating, which I highly suggest checking out. But I think that if you listen to this podcast enough, you know I love Denzel Curry. Uh, Mark, what do you think about Unlock 1.5? Um, wait, did you tell us exactly what you thought about the album? Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, if you know, if you know the podcast, (laughs) if you know, if you know me, you know, I love Denzel Curry. I super like this and, um, I don't like it as much as most of his regular albums though, but Mark. Okay. 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 So I just want to make sure we clarify that's all. Um, so I liked this but it's not something that I'm probably going to come back to. Like, this sounds like a 1.5 album. Like, it sounds like, because it's just, it's edited, it sounds like almost like a chopped and screwed album. Like, it's edited a lot of times. It's kind of edited so weird that it throws me out of uh, focus when I'm just kind of trying to listen to it. And so it's not something that I would ever just kind of sit and vibe to. This actually makes me really now want to go back and listen to Unlocked, the first one, because I, I didn't really listen mm-hmm. to that. So this actually makes me really want to go back and listen to that one. Um, but this felt, sounds like a 1.5 album in that, like, it sounds like remixes. That being said, most of these songs are pretty dope. I think most of them actually do sound pretty cool. Um, I thought all the features did at least okay. Um, some did amazing. Um, I think one in particular blew it out the water. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought most of the songs are good. I think there's maybe only like two skips, two or three, which is a decent amount. But I mean, if I still like over half the album, that's Gucci. So, you know, Milo. This is Milo live and in stereo. So what I thought about Unlock. So what's in store for our listeners? This album is really quick. It's eight tracks long, 21 minutes. Your average song length is like two minutes and 40 seconds. The longest song is three minutes, shortest is two minutes. So you're not, you're not, you're not getting too far away from that mark. This is not a huge commitment when you sit down and listen to it. And for me, there are only about four and a half skips on this album. So that's barely like a little bit of me liking half the album. At any rate, so if I had to describe this album and it's what it's like, what it's like for people, I would describe it as earth bending. Like it's the, the bars and the production can shatter bones and they can crush people, but it doesn't have that flair, that sort of, Ooh, ah, lightning. Wow. It doesn't have that for me. Earth bending is good, by the way. It's not bad. Uh, I guess I'm like intermediate earthbending because there isn't a lot of density or substance to what he's saying either. I didn't walk away from this with like a really deep message. I walked away from it mostly like this guy is really clever. Stylistically, as far as his ability as an MC, he's a great technician. He's a great technician. He has a lot of the fundamental stuff you get from hip hop. So you're going to get a lot of similes like bugging out like flip, uh, bugging out like flick versus hopper. You're going to get metaphors. If the game was a tooth, I'm the pliers. You're going to get puns. Put the hose on bitches. That's how you water hose. Stuff like that. There was a cool 6-9 line where he's like, oh, this girl wants a 69. I told her don't snitch. Like, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> so the punchlines, the wordplay, the simile, that sort of stuff. To be honest, I kind of describe his flow as a late 90s flow. There's even a point where he references logic about how he's going to try to like emulate his style in one song. So as far as production... To me, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't super captivating. 
So, but we can get more into the, the details. I gave this two listens and I did listen to Unlocked after, after those two listens to compare it. And I'd actually said that Unlocked was better. I think it was a better project. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to Unlocked for sure. For, so yeah. for me, like just to expand a little bit, Unlocked, the first one isn't even like in my top three of Denzel Curry albums, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but what I did feel like this was a, but I felt like this was a good one to remix just because unlocked featured a lot of what you were talking about bars that are not meant to be storytelling. They're just meant to be like quick one-liners that you can make sound really cool in the mix that are really short and they just hit kind of quickly. Like if you're looking for more storytelling based rap while keeping the same great like flow and lyricism, then definitely check out like, like uh, Imperial and um taboo uh, oh and taboo in 2018 and then even 2019 zoo i feel like he's the only one of those i really like to be honest yeah well yeah zoo's i like zoo's awesome zoo's like his hypest album i would say yeah zoo's fine (laughs) Um, but but this one i feel like he executed it well and i understand you need to like leave some room for the like kenny beats to really shine but to me, I just want more Denzel Curry, to be honest, and focus on his lyricism. But I don't know. It's decent. Probably not. I'm not in love with it, right? Just real fast, the whole wanting more Denzel Curry, like, totally. There are So in comparison to Unlocked, there are lines that got left out to make space for the feature. It's good lines. And there's one song in particular, if, if it comes up, I'll, I'll mention that line specifically. But there, there's a lot of good content from Denzel Curry that got left out to make room for the people that are featured on these tracks. And that just goes to show how like Denzel Curry is one of the best rappers going right now. And mm-hmm. I would, that's like, I want more of that. Um, but I understand, but he also loves collaborating. So his getting the opportunity to like work with Kenny beats, I'm sure was something he was just stoked to do, especially because he had a weird series of tweets a few weeks ago about how he's kind of like done with music. But yeah, you guys want to get into this first track here? Uh, yeah, kind of. Actually, just one second though before you get into that first track. So you just said, Alan, that Denzel Curry is one of the best rappers out, right? Which I very much also truly believe. He was a double XO freshman. Um, and what's crazy is even though he's one of the best rappers out, he was not even in the top five most popular in his class. Like right. it's class. Do you know the class Denzel Curry came in? <laughs> Denzel Curry came in with Lil Uzi, Lil Yachty, Kodak Black, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> like, like he came in with a class of people who have all gone on to like mega stardom levels. Um, and Kodak Black. I guess he did get pardoned Kodak- for committing crimes, <laughs> so maybe he's a star. He got pardoned by the president of the United States. But no, I'm saying if you even just go to YouTube and look at views, um, or Spotify and look at plays, um, all like Uzi, Yachty, all of them are like do much bigger numbers than Denzel Curry. Um, but uh, but anybody, you ask anybody, anybody will say Denzel Curry's the best rapper out of that group. No question. And he's independent, has a lot to do with that. Yeah. That's interesting. That makes sense then, because to me his his flow is a little what people would consider today old fashioned. Yeah. Just yeah. even like just certain, on certain parts of the delivery. So that makes sense to me. Well, you remember the 2000s versus 2010s podcast we did? I was like, I said Denzel Curry could make it as a 2000s rapper. Yep, 100%. If he just wanted to, to be that style. Mm-hmm. And I, I still believe that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. He's, he's the old, I mean, he's a good, I think Denzel's one of those few people who, uh, uh, he's a good mix of the old school and the new school of like, he has lyrics, he has like spinning capability, but like he could jump on new school flows and like get hype and have fun. Whereas I feel like Ski Master Slump God is a little further, if he was like a slider bar, he's a little further toward his new school and that he'll have lyrics that make no goddamn sense, but he still has the spitting capabilities of the old school style though. So if anyone totally. here listens to Ski Mash, but they're great together. 
Um, but yeah, so I was just thinking about that about like he how he's a really great rapper, but I just think he never got the shine he was supposed to because he came in and like he came in in the probably most popular class of the decade, um, the mumble rap class, like the the first one. That totally is just like weirdly almost all mumble rappers. I mean, they're cipher. If you if you look out if you look out all double XL ciphers on YouTube, like the second highest one I think has like twenty million views. Maybe their cipher has over a hundred million views. It's like a like I saw like a year ago and it was at like one hundred twenty four million. Like their cipher was the most popular double XL cipher ever. Like people that shared it around 2015? so much. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's the okay. one. It's it's the one with Denzel. It's the it's the cipher with Denzel Curry, Lil Uzi, Yachty, uh, Twenty One Savage, and Kodak. And it's the most popular cipher ever. That was the one that like everyone shared and was like, "Is this the new rap?" And like that's where mumble rap was like really, really born. Was like when people like, or that's when it got popularized. Is when that video got shared around that summer. Everyone was like, "What the fuck is this? Is this our new rappers?" Like. <laughs> Like that was the first time for where people like didn't even try to rap, dog. <laughs> people were that's hot. really interesting, actually. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Denzel Curry goes first. He goes first and he gives off bars. And then after that little Uzi comes off with like a like a fucking bandana hanging onto his legs and a purse. And it's like, yeah. Uh and like it's just like it's just like people are like, what the hell happened? <laughs> we'll let this bass head in here. <laughs> It's like the funniest thing, bro. And like, uh, anywho, people who haven't checked it out, go to YouTube, Double XL Freshman Cipher 2016, and it's it's the first thing that'll pop up. It's hilarious. And I bet Denzel Curry now gets more streams than Kodak. Uh, In 2021, I feel like we can check it. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, no, no, no. Let's let's go and start talking about the album. I'm gonna check this real quick. (laughs) All right. Okay. So. First track is the Robert Glasper remix of So Incredible. Mm-hmm. And this one was a fire way to start for me. And I guess fire might not be a good word because it's not his most like high energy mm-hmm. intro on here. But there is kind of like a really sick, like relaxing, almost jazzy kind of feel that still manages to be high energy. And the song is short, but I feel like it really goes on like a little bit of a journey through this first track and oh yeah untouchable to any window shopper mannequin flow scorch the back just like it's anakin mm. anytime i can get some fucking anakin lines <laughs> i love it kanye west using them on a late registration he mm. rhymed mannequin with anakin but that's fine i'm glad to have that same rhyme back here today great start to the album milo what do you think so this particular song i felt like as an intro it wasn't the strongest and even its its predecessor on on unlocked still wouldn't have made it a better intro the intro on unlocked is literally just uh, like one of those old-timey dialogue deals and i felt that intro was better not exactly the strongest but it was better than coming into the album on this that jazzy feel to me just wasn't powerful enough to I guess, draw me in right away listening to this. The The hook on this one is that I don't write rhymes, nigga, I write checks. I thought that was really catchy. There are a lot of catchy hooks on this on this project, by the way. So this isn't like one of those deals like MF Doom where you just hit zero hooks. So there are definitely some hooks you could you could bop to. I liked it on this one. I, I've got some lines here, bugging out like Flip versus Hopper. That was the one I mentioned earlier that's really dated that's, like, that's a great line god i didn't add that <laughs> but it's so dated like, like who's hopper god who's gonna damn. know that's a bar but, but that's a good thing if it's so old that you don't yeah. think people are gonna get it when you're someone who like, does get it i yeah, feel like I that feel makes great. it even like, holy better shit. yeah like that's yeah. amazing <laughs> like, like yeah. no one in college right now would get that bar like that's good no, no they wouldn't <laughs> unless they're like a disney fanatic and then yeah. there's another one on the barbie like a cookout so those are those similes i was talking about you're going to get a lot of that fundamental back to basics hip-hop stuff just a, a simple powerful simile and he comes right out the gate with it but as a as an intro i don't think it was the strongest intro mark um yeah so i thought that 
Um, it's so first of all, it seems like it's gonna start out a lot harder than it does. Like it kind of amps you up a little bit, and I'm like, oh shit, he's about to go in. And then this kind of like very smooth beat comes in, and I was like, what? And I was like, okay, so that's the first thing that kind of first set me off to like, this okay, this kind of sounds remixed because you could tell he sounds like he's supposed to go over a harder beat right now, but it's something kind of soft. But it's fine. Like I'm, I'm liking it. Um. And it was smooth as hell. Um, I thought Semino did all right on this first song. Um, I didn't think he stole the show or, you know, did amazing. Um, in my personal opinion, he might actually be the most basic feature on here. But even still, that's not bad. And once again, I'm saying I think there's a lot of great features on these uh, uh, songs. Um, but I thought Denzel's flow on this was hard as hell. I thought uh, he sounded grimy. Like, he sounded like he was attacking the beat. And once again, like, that's why it also what it didn't really fit the uh, the beat, being so mellow. But nevertheless, it still worked. Like, the contrast of it sounded dope to me. So, um, yeah, I thought it was sick. I actually, you know, I, I kind of like this almost more than the unlocked, like, regular intro. Mm-hmm. Just, But I think it is just that the, like, the jazz kind of worked for me more. My experience with the original Unlocked album was really just like, this is really hard the whole way through. And I liked mm-hmm. that there was a little more mix-up happening mm-hmm. based off this first track here. But yeah, I, I liked it. Um, So my favorite track on here, sorry, I just really want to talk about it because I think it's so dope. So my favorite track on here was Diet 1.5 featuring mm. Benny the Butcher. We've gotten a lot of Griselda. I feel like we talk about them at least one out of every four podcasts, five episodes, maybe. Like, uh, they're just constantly later throughout this past year. Um, I'm never super excited to see them, but I'm always curious what they're going to bring. Um, so when I saw Benny the Butcher's name, I was like, all right, let's see what he does. I think this might be the best verse on the whole goddamn album. Baby the Butcher murked this shit, dog. I thought the opening bar, bro, the opening bar, he says something like, uh, treat the game like Trump voters did the Capitol building. Oh, oh, my yeah, God. That, that shit was, was, that was amazing, bro. Like, and like, he has a smooth flow. And what's crazy is he actually had my favorite verse on Conway the Machines album that I really liked last year from King to a Guy that we reviewed. Um, go check out that episode. But um, yeah, from, from King to a Guy that we reviewed. Um, Benny the Butcher had my favorite verse on that, on the song 3P. And so he has an amazing flow. Like, like his flow is beautiful. Like it's, it's a really great flow matched with a really great voice. And his lyrics like are almost like punchlines that stand out really well. I thought this was almost a goddamn perfect verse. Like I, I listened to it, I listened to this album twice, and each time when I heard this verse, I was like, "Yep, this is it. This is this is a great verse." Um, and what's crazy is that I thought that um, Denzel's verse was really good too. Uh, Denzel came in really aggressive again, almost snarling. It <laughs> sounded like. Um, but still, I think Benny just like like luckily Denzel did so good that it's just overall an amazing song. Like it's one hundred percent one I'm going to pick for the playlist. But nevertheless, like I still think Benny the Butcher killed it with how dope it was. Um, Milo, what do you think? So I like this song for Denzel Curry. The mm-hmm. snarl you're talking about, it just straight up sounded like DMX. Like when it's doing, <laughs> like it was just. I, I, <laughs> it sounded like DMX, and I, I was into it. And the I like the rhyme, the hook. Uh, so the hook is uh, the get money from my shows. I deposit it. Your shows got no hoes. I acknowledge it. So that's, mm-hmm. that's when you get that DMX style voice, and then mm-hmm. it goes on and uh, ends out basically with the please go to church and please get on a diet. <laughs> and it's, this is one of those those hooks I said like you could bop to. It's really catchy, really mm-hmm. memorable. There is a so the old fashionedness in his rhymes that that comes out here so there's a uh, actually it's a line in the hook where he goes so braggadocious spit sick shit it's atrocious rhymes precocious see he didn't he didn't actually say rhymes precocious but that's just how boom bap it is like you know (laughs) you just find another word that has osious on it and and keep going and linking it and that's that's the type of shit new york people were doing in the 90s so i loved it but it does have that little old-fashioned kind of flavor to it the the i guess the, I like this song. So this song is in the running for the playlist. 
the only part I would depart from with Mark is to treat the game like Trump voters in the Capitol building wasn't my favorite line. Oh, as soon as I, I heard that, I was like, Argh! I literally paused it. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I got to go back. What do you say? It just didn't hit. I, maybe it's something uh, of the historical events. That's why I don't like the Anne Frank line. Like maybe when you start <laughs> doing social studies in your raps, I'm just not about it. Anyway, I enjoyed this song. I definitely enjoyed it. Alan? I mean, this song's three for three, obviously. And I, I love, I, I love the Capitol building line. Obviously. I loved it. I loved like, it, Doug. Like, come on, if if the government's not going to treat punishing them seriously, then we can make funny bars about it, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. And the chorus, the chorus on this one was great. Uh, the same thing about your show's got no hose. I acknowledge it. And then I love the Japan line. The Shogun come through with no gun. One man, Ichiban, fresh out of Japan, do as I command. And God for all damn. the normies that, for all the normies out there, Ichiban means like the one or the greatest. Um, so it fucking works in Japanese. It works in English. It works for all three of us. My favorite single bar is that the game, the game's like a tooth and I'm some pliers. That's, <laughs> that's just hard as fuck. This, I mean, you guys have already said it. This song's just a hit with me too. Easy, yeah. one's hot. Yeah. The, the pliers line. Denzel said that line, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Yeah. I also like when Benny the Butcher. I guess I'll be the only one that talks about Benny, but I love the line also where he says, um, uh, "I be plugging with eighty grand and have an eighty-eight gram. I feel fast as Ty- Tyreek Hill chasing these bands." Shout out Tyreek Hill. <laughs> oh, he. <laughs> Ooh, he has he has some history we'll talk about. But, oh really? Oh fuck! Yeah, he, God damn it! <laughs> he's kind of a bad one. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> fucking googling so what the fuck did Tyree kill? Oh wait, no, I'm thinking Tyreek Evans. I don't even watch football. I'm thinking Tyreek Evans from the. But he did Kings. shout out Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill is undoubtedly really fucking good at football. So there you go. Oh. Damn. Well, shout out Tyreek Evans, Sacramento Kings, baby, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that Mark, that was a horrible mix-up. That's a really old basketball player, man. That's Isn't that old, right? Is he? Okay, let's not get into this. Does he still? Wait, does he still play? I don't know. <laughs> God, okay. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> okay, go back down. <laughs> Aggressive as fuck. We can shout out Tyreek Evans. Shouting out Tyreek Hill is kind of a bad idea. <laughs> Wherever you are, Tyreek Evans. Um, Probably on the Pacers or something. <laughs> Anywho, all right. So, yeah, I liked Benny the Butcher's lines. I thought that he's just overall dope. I think he might be the dopest in Griselda, to be honest. The fuck, this guy fucking spits? Benny the Butcher? The fucking wrestler? Ah. I'll never forget that crap. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he I think he's better. I think I think Benny's better than uh, Conway and I think and he's he's obviously better than Westside Gun, so only real competition is Conway. I think he's better than Conway. Um, so which of the two take it backs did you guys like more? The first version by Yeah, first version. Wasn't even a simple math. <laughs> first version. <laughs> okay. I wish that we all didn't think that. Because Damn. now we don't really know what to talk about. I did want to highlight it. <laughs> I did about the second one though, to give some props. I did like Kenny Beats' work on this one. I feel like they intentionally gave him a little more room to work. Mm-hmm. with like more time focused on the instrumentals and i thought it worked well but like denzel curry rapping like we said is just the best that the album can be is when mm-hmm. curry is rapping uh, but i did want to at least say on the second one i did i did like the second like last song on the album mm-hmm. and i thought kenny beats was given a shine it's just hard to fucking compete with denzel curry yeah uh yeah, I don't know. I just it wasn't as fun, especially since I had something directly to track it to, um, the Charlie Heat version, and so um, which I would also want to talk about that soon. But yeah, I don't know. It just the 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 last version, the God Mode version, just did not do it for me. Just straight lazy, slays mode, mm-hmm. straight lays. Just oh snap, got to end the album with something. Let me just uh, copy paste, change a little here. 
I mean, I wouldn't say it's a trap. It's a skip for me. I would skip it, but I, it's not making my ears bleed or anything. And I just want to say that, like, when I said the take it back, the, the prior version was better. I'm saying that skipping the first half of the better version. To me, there's a beat switch in the, the version, the Charlie Heat version earlier in the album, mm-hmm. where it goes into this completely different, different kind of feel that I thought was just way better than the first half. And then he does like this Brockhampton kind of voice distortion. Mm-hmm. on some of his lines that I thought was cool. So, I mean, if the real, real direct answer to your question, Alan, is the the Take It Back version on Unlocked was the best version. Mm. But okay. here, I would say the the one you get, what is it? One, two, three, four songs in is better than, than the ending track. I feel you. Yeah, because I agree with you guys too. But I'll, I actually like the, I like the last one more than I think you guys did. What was the song you said you wanted to mention just now, Mark? Oh, the the, the first one, the first take it back, uh, the Charlie Heat version. Oh. Um, my, you know what my first note was? <laughs> my first note was guarantee Milo likes this. <laughs> guarantee. <laughs> did you wait? Did you not wait? Did you I mean, not? I liked, ha- I liked half of it. And I liked the hook. I liked the after the dark, the riot starts way uglier than Bubba Sparks. Da 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 da. I am. Did you like the first? That is. You like the first half of it? I didn't know the first half was yeah. So I skipped the first half. I was listening to it. I oh, just like, like Frank half. Ocean's Pyramids. Skip the first half. Really? Let's just get to the second half of the song. That's crazy. I was listening to. Wait, it do, you, I... do you really just listen to the second half of Pyramids? A hundred percent. B. I skipped the first half. Jesus. You fucking normie, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like the first half is the normie half with those like typical techno punchy. No, normies only listen to half. <laughs> I never listened to Frank Ocean. I'm just, I just. Oh, I thought he might be your boy because you know y'all were with, y'all were rocking with Tyler long before I ever listened to Goblin and stuff. So, yo, uh, that... I think I think he's really he's really talented. His music is good, but I don't fucking worship him like a lot of people do. I yo, I did, I, did I ever tell you I met a dude in a seminary in Boston who like knows them OF niggas like like for real for real. He's from LA. And like straight up, uh, the guy who like filmed all like a lot of Tyler's early videos, like he was like friends with the guy and like has pictures with him and shit like that. I was like, oh shit, wild, damn, third world. But um, yeah, so that's surprising. I thought you were gonna like it a lot, Milo. I uh, even like it gives me stomp the yard vibes, <laughs> like uh, parts of it. So like that's why I immediately I thought of you. I was like, oh, bro, you're gonna like it. I mean, there are some pretty crazy lines on like sticking to the paper like a thumbtack. Cold Like Russia isn't the craziest simile, but the way he says it is just like, it punches me in my face. It's like a, like a jab full of deadly ass hollows. Caught that. I mean, I don't know how many people listen to Harry Potter and Denzel Curry. But... <laughs> what about you, Alan? Did you like it? I did. It, and the main thing for me was another strong chorus on this one. Uh, like Milo already already brought up what is it exactly oh yeah after dark the riot starts way uglier than bubba sparks i i one thing i do appreciate is how much just like old shout outs to old shit there are on this album like do you guys know who bubba sparks is yeah. do you remember him he, the name uh, rings a bell yeah uh he had the he has one song. very famous song yeah, from 2006 uh, i miss new booty I don't remember what he looks like at all, though. uh, Chubby white dude with a grill. What? Texas. I do remember that he was a chubby white dude, but I just, like, I would never be able to tell him apart from from Paul Wall, I feel like. Oh, shit. Ah, That'd be hard, to be honest. Yeah. Wait, fuck. It's... Is Paul Wall the one in Houston, Texas? Actually, I can't remember. Hold on. Look. Paul Wall is for sure from Houston. <laughs> Where's Bubba Sparks from? I, I have no idea. Uh, oh, he's from Georgia. Half the rappers are from Georgia. Bubba Sparks. Looks, oh, yeah. I wouldn't really be able to even notice him, actually, anymore. Um, I would definitely... I'm, th- I'm definitely thinking Paul Wall in picture. But, yeah, that song, Miss New Booty, it's his only song that got any certification <laughs> yeah gold and it peaked at like seven in the u.s wait dude featuring yin yang twins holy shit yin yang twins god damn they were they were pretty back huge in back in the day they were yeah, they were huge they were. early 2000s yeah. bro they were like 
they were like the early 2000s earth gang bro like, <laughs> that's wow that's i kind of like that that's i like that yeah i don't know if it's a really good comparison but i don't know <laughs> i feel like they're like similar levels of popularity where people know them i feel it Gang and twins were fucking popular shit bro they were on the radio salt shaker the whisper song get low they were on get low with little john bro like them niggas is famous, bro. Oh, uh, oh, then they're you're right. They're bigger than fucking <laughs> Yeah, I was playing at every skating ring, bro. I remember King skating, Sacramento skating, that shit, bro. Like that shit was hard. Skating roll bounce, roll bounce, bro. That shit was serious. Nigga, you ain't know, bro. You ain't know. Say hi to Ti for me. You ain't know, bro. Come to the city, bro. Come to Sac, bro. King skate was the shit back in the day, bro. Dude. Okay, so we're getting a little off topic here, but um, bonus episode. I feel like we can do a side dish, just like a whole episode talking about hyphy. Oh, the hyphy movement, bro. I, we're all from California, I like, so I feel like we all had to experience it to some degree. Milo, I know you're in from the middle of nowhere, but at least with me and Alan, we're from Sac in the Bay, so like we definitely got hyphy, bro. Tell me when to go. And tell me when to go came out, bro. That's it started it, bro. That was just the biggest thing in the world at that point. That was the same year as, like, I'm in love with the stripper, too. That song was hella yeah, big. Yeah, bro. All that shit, bro. Buy you a drink. Um, yeah. Mike Jones had a song, and Mike, and Mike Jones songs that he mentioned Sacramento, too, or some shit like that. I don't know. There are a lot wait, of songs. Wait, dude, Mike, was he balling, guy? No, no, no. That's Jim Jones. That song okay. was hot back in the day, bro. Dude, yeah, that's dude. that's a throwback. Right gonna, I low-key missed the world of radio singles, bro. Like, them shit was popping, bro. Like, Well, I mean... We're far enough from like the bling era of rap that we can just like remember the good songs. I feel like, yeah, we don't remember all the like bullshit. Yeah, we fly high was huge, bro. Oh, dude, we fly high, no lie, you know it is balling. Like that shit was everybody's ringtone, bro. For like, remember back when ringtones were a thing? That was everybody's ringtone. Well, you know what mine was? My very first ringtone was literally Miss New Booty. Was it really? Yeah. was my first ringtone on my razor <laughs> it's not even like false it's true i remember uh soldier boys uh song whatever crank that was like the, like that like broke like records for like uh ringtone cells everybody wanted that shit anywho oh <laughs> back to the album <laughs> yeah whatever song we're talking about was hella good um, what did y'all think of, where is it at? Is it track seven? I think it's track seven. Yeah. What'd y'all think of, uh, what'd y'all think of, no, no, sorry, sorry. The actual track 07. Uh, oh, the, the second track, track 07, yeah, obviously. Sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> most confusing <laughs> thing I've heard in my life. The Childish Gambino do the album titles for this or what? Like, <laughs> is this typical of Denzel Curry? Does he usually do no, this? No, this is not no, 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 no. Um, yeah, sorry. Track 07, uh, the second track on the album featuring Arlo SZA. Parks. <laughs> what? You thought it was SZA? You thought she sounded like SZA? SZA or Billie Eilish. I don't know who's thinking. <laughs> Ooh, give me more, bro. What's up with the spicy tank, dog? How you feeling? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a skip for me. This is weird. It was just like an echo of the bars from the first song. Just, I guess, EQ down or whatever to make it sound like, or reverb, whatever, to make them sound like they were far away. And then I get, yeah, Sizzy Eilish coming over, singing this, I guess, really, I guess, kind of woke-ish kind of, kind of deal. It, it was not. There's not much here for me. The production wasn't, it sounded more like an interlude. If you cut this down to one minute, this could have been an interlude. I mean, no. how long is the song? I feel like it's not that much longer than like it's about two and a half two. minutes. Okay. okay. Alan, what'd you think? Because I, I don't know. I really liked, I really liked Arlo Parks on this. I thought she, yeah, sounded, like, I thought she sounded good. Really well. I, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, when she came out at first, I wasn't sure, but then hearing her on the hook again, I was just like, I don't know. Actually, she sounds pretty good. Like, and like, even though she doesn't have like the best singing voice in my opinion, it sounded good for this song. I liked it a lot for this song. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much to say about it beyond that. I feel like it's, I don't know, the same things we've been saying. Denzel Curry has great bars and great flow, and we liked Arlo on this song. Um, at least me and Mark did. The only other song I didn't like, really, besides the last song, is Layup. Um, yeah, I was... <laughs> Wait, no, oh, oh. Wait, what you got to say, Milo? What you got to say, Wait, no? You said you didn't like this song, right? I didn't like it, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. I'm with you. Okay, well, uh, yeah, so I didn't like it because I so I wasn't a fan of the flow on that beat. Like, his flow on that beat did not mesh well. I know for most of these, obviously, they're just mixing his verses with random instrumentals and shit, but, like, it didn't work for this one. So I don't think that worked well. Um, it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't good either. Um, there's a little... Part. I mean, I don't know. I would love to hear Mac Miller on this beat, to be honest. Like, when I heard this beat, I was like, damn, Mac would flow on this. Like, this is kind of like Mac, I feel like, on, like, maybe the Divine Feminine or, or some tracks off of, like, Good AM or some shit, or I mean, even his later shit. Like, I, I just think, uh, I don't know. I thought Mac would have sounded beautiful on that song, to be honest. And, like, it made me really sad. I started thinking about Mac Miller. Um, yeah, Milo, why didn't you like this? What did you think of, of that hook on on one hand, I'm a pharaoh. On the other, I'm a dildo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't have any particular thoughts on it. I thought it was whatever. Like, I'm assuming you don't like it. <laughs> I'm still trying to decipher it. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's not supposed to make sense. Oh wait, wait. What did you say? Did you say dildo? Yeah. Did you say dildo? Yeah. That's not what he said. That's not what he says. That's yeah. what I heard. Every, like all three times, I heard. <laughs> yeah. this. So when I look it up, he says, on one hand, I'm a pharaoh. On the other hand, I'm a deal dope. I'm a deal dope? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm a deal, okay. Yeah. So I'm a king, but I'm also low-key a drug dealer. That that helps. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a king, but I also fuck. I don't know. (laughs) I didn't know what he was talking about. So I guess maybe if I had heard the hook correctly, I would have liked it more. There's like one line what would you even call this? That I next line, this... sorry, that next line, he says, right after that line that you mentioned is actually fire. So on one hand, I'm a pharaoh. On the other hand, I'm a deal dope. Franklin's on me, Los Santos. Diamond's on me, no Thanos. Ooh. Ooh, that's a bar, bro. <laughs> Frank, Franklin, Los Santos, Grand Theft Auto. And then Diamond's on me, no Thanos. I got diamonds, but... Uh, Smooth ah. like Lando, dude. I fucking love it, too. Right. Turn a bike to a Lambo, bro. Like this, this niggas is out here, bro. We've been chicken like Nando's. I'm post Gucci in a bando. Well, this is why I don't like. I like this song, and for me, the chorus just like sells it for me. Even if like I think the verses are fine, they didn't stand out for me in any way. But but like throwing it back to Los Santos, Thanos, Lan- Lando. He he Lambo. like he makes me nostalgic <laughs> all in like the time of. Like these funny, this funny bar in, in the chorus, and uh, I don't know, works well. And I feel like he said he has like a really unique delivery that you can like really stick to. So the chorus for me is really good. I don't really remember too much about the verses, to be honest. Um, oh, actually, I do. Verse, verse one. They said, "By my appearance, it's apparent that I am a." And then the little baby voice. For some reason, when people put a hard R inward in songs, it just it I spit my drink out or whatever I'm doing. It's it's such a like. I look at the old Tyler. I think it was um, Ice Cube did it too on that album we listened to where he just mm-hmm. randomly yeah that like cop calls him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, dang. <laughs> It's weird when I used to listen when I was like really really heavy listening to early Tyler. Like the words stopped like really even like like sparking an alarm in my head. Like I would hear him use it with the hard R and be like, oh yeah, it's normal. <laughs> like, like Tyler really normalized it to me, dude. He was like the first rapper I heard use it with a hard R. Like goddamn every song. <laughs> well, there there was that one Tyler song when he said, "This is for the white kids who say." Oh yeah, yeah. This word the white kids say, hard with a hard R. Yeah, yeah. That's a great. Yeah, yeah. That's a great. Like, I don't even remember what song that's Oldie. From, but that's, that's a, his last verse on Oldie. That's one of my favorite Tyler verses, bro. Yeah. Oh, so See, and that's, and that just was always stuck with me, too. And, and this had a, like, not as, like, re- like resonant of effect as that did where I'm thinking about it fucking years and years later. But it does, it had the same effect for me, Milo, where I was like, 
wait, did that? Yep, they just said that. Yeah, they just, they just <laughs> went for it. Okay, yeah. Um, so for me, like waking me up like that, will give us some points. I I like this song. I think it's good. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just yeah the B. I can't even do the B and the vocals together, but um. That's that one. Uh, oh, fuck. How did we not listen to this yet? Cosmic uh, with Joey Badass. Uh, Alan, what did you think about this? Any feelings? Because Joey Badass is a dope rapper. Yeah. I actually didn't have too many strong feelings coming out of this. I feel like I, feel like I should, but for whatever reason, it just didn't like hit for me as well. Maybe it's just, I don't know. I have no good reasons as to why the song didn't stick out to me. It just didn't. Milo? So this song also was a skip for me. And actually, so I would prefer the original version to this one. So I mentioned you lose some content when they do these remixes. There was a super hard line in the original version where he says, that's a square mentality. He's shooting VR. We got guns in reality. And the voice he uses is, the philosopher's name is Alan Watts, but it's sampled off of this song called Overthinker. Mm-hmm. And the way he just puts it in there seamlessly, it's it's as smooth as when, when you, you know who, Bobby V, Young Sinatra does it on the No Pressure intro. So I, I, I thought that was cool. I got some Busta Rhyme vibes off of the delivery when he's actually spitting. I liked the, so there, the hook was cool. The, the stop it. Now you got to answer the cosmic, whatever they rock with is something non-toxic. It sounded like the hook off of monster. But stop it. Stop it. I got it. Everybody knows I'm a mother. Like it's it had that same kind of cadence to it. And the vocal distortion too is similar. I think it was overall was the music. It was the like the actual production that just made me want to skip the song. It wasn't engaging enough for me. Fair, that's fair. Um, I thought overall, uh, I don't know. The, the the beat did this thing where it would like amp up and get like really hype, and then it would drop back down and level out, and then it would kind of continue on that cycle. And uh, I like the really amp parts of the beat. I like when the beat hypes up, but when it kind of mellowed out, it really wasn't that. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't that captivating. And then also, I felt like. Uh, even though, I mean, it went really hard, but I did feel like Denzel Curry and Joy Badass didn't stand out enough from each other. Like, they actually sounded very similar and felt very similar flows and whatnot. And so I would have liked if they would have stood out more, but I still think they both gave dope performances, though. Alan? Oh, wait, you already said yeah. you didn't. Yeah, Alan wasn't. I mean, I mean, like, the song didn't stick out in, like, a very overly <clears throat> negative way. And I'm sure if I just, like, heard it out of context of the rest of this album which is like going really hard a lot of the time it would have like stuck out and impacted me more Mm -hmm. i feel like this album is very dense with kind of like track after track that's like asking a lot of the listener listening wise Mm -hmm. to like pay attention to and catch so these tracks kind of in the middle i feel like it's hard to make a strong impression Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have actually said the same thing about Stankonia, where there's just, like, so much kind of happening. Mm-hmm. And Stankonia even does it over, like, an hour-plus long album. Yeah. Um, the only track we haven't mentioned is Pyro, uh, featuring Kenny Mason. Um, only note I have for that is Kenny has a line where he says, my bitch bad, like battle rapper albums. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a great line. Because <laughs> battle rappers have horrible albums. But yeah. <laughs> Is song stand out to anybody else? Eminem start out as a battle rapper though? Was he really though? Well that's not He definitely you wants you to think so. <laughs> yeah, he wants you to think so. I really actually I don't think I don't know. I don't think that's really true. I'm not gonna figure it out, but I don't know. So the like, I don't really like Kenny Mason's voice, to be honest. I feel like it was a little West Side Gunnish, but um, I did, I did, I did think it was funny when he was like, "She said she wanted from behind." I told her no shit. She said she wanted sixty nine. I told her, "Don't snitch." 
Uh, someone already brought up that line, but that's on this track here. And uh, it was hella funny, obviously. But I, I'm not a huge Kenny Mason guy, but it's another solid track, I feel like, where where I don't really have too much more to like to say beyond what we've already said about most of the other tracks. Like a line I liked here might be X the middleman, no Malcolm, where's the talcum powder? And uh, a lot of expletives that I don't even have to read right now, but first verse is great. Mark DeJordi. For Pyro. Oh, yeah, you said you liked that one. That was it? That was, you just the, that was that just that one line? Yeah, that was it. Sorry. But sorry, I was also just looking up uh, just to Eminem. No, Eminem did not start out with Battle Rap, actually. He just made a demo tape and was just trying to, like, get famous. Like, back in that day, you could get famous just off skill. So he just made a demo tape, passed it around, and finally just got picked up. Well, at any rate, apart from the obvious cap and eight mile, <laughs> as, for, <laughs> as, as for Pyro, uh, this song is cool. This song was cool. It's a nice and short. It's like two minutes and 44 seconds long. The beat had kind of a galactic, spacey feel. I wouldn't go so far as to say like diggable planets. It's been a little bit too interdimensional, but it had a, a little bit of an out of this world element to it that and a, a super punchy kick that drew me in. I so the delivery on this is another boom bap alert. So that line that Alan just read, he delivers it in a very like old fashioned style where he takes a word talcum powder, which we say it talcum powder. You say it almost as if it's one word, but because the bar ends on the floor, he has to say, where's the talcum powder and then put that little break in there so that he can keep going on and keep the rhyme and, and preserve it. And I just, that's a pretty old fashioned thing. People might may or may not like I'm cool with it. As for, you got some crazy hard lines, like the 69 line I mentioned earlier is in this. The She said, you want a 69? I told her, don't snitch. The on fire, like red and white Mario, that was great. Uh, oh, I didn't even pick that one up until right now, now that you read it out. Yes, that's, yeah. a, that's a video game deep cut. I like that. Then there's another one. You could call this another boom bap alert this actually yeah, this is really this is really 90s these niggas hysterical i'm historical i'm the oracle like that sort of little chain i thought it was cool but once again i do tend to lean toward those type of lyrics so the production was there for me the lines were there for me even the i guess you could say dated antiquated delivery was there for me so from like in my opinion this is a Definitely. Dated, definite antiquated, record. fabricated, Stop domesticated. It. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were about to do it or not. No, no. That's <laughs> it. Um, yeah. All right. That's all the songs. Are we ready? Put this on the spice meter? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I am going to give this a kind of spicy. Um, I thought Denzel came with the bars, features were good, production was cool. But I mean it's just, to me this is gonna easily like replay value. I think I think this is something more of an experiment, which is fine. Like it's a little bonus thing. It's a it's what it's supposed to be. Like it's a bonus thing to give people who were fans of the original album. It's like here's a little bonus, there's a little something extra for you. If I wanna just have fun and fuck around, you know. But like the original album was art, you know, like the work, you know. And so um I thought it's cool, and I think it does its purpose, you know. But yeah, it just gets a kind of spicy for me, Milo. So I concur. I'm going to go ahead and give it a kind of spicy. I started this out by saying this is like intermediate earth ending. Like you're not even lifting like full. Like you want to be tossed. Like you, that's spicy. Like you want to be moving mountains and manipulating metal. That's that's not what I'm seeing here. But still, his vocal delivery. I'm like talking about his actual voice in addition to the bars he delivers they do leave bruises and they they do cut and shatter bones so I can't can't deny that and the production wasn't bad the production was not bad it just wasn't terribly engaging if we're being honest if we're facing facts I'm skipping four and a half songs when I'm listening to this Mm -hmm. so to and to be honest I've barely mentioned any of the features too so Denzel Curry he's he's really pulling this through this for this project and is the main reason i'm giving it a kind of spicy and i'm going to be a, the third 
kind of spicy. I mean, obviously, like we've said, Denzel Curry's a really good rapper. But at the end of the day, this is a remix album of my least favorite Denzel Curry album. So, you know, in that context, it's not really my favorite thing. I am appreciative. I feel like I feel like we could have just got not any kind of album this year because he did just put one out last year and then he put one out in 2019 and 18 and then 16. But I don't think it's all right for what it is, but it's just a kind of spicy. It's not going up there with my favorite Denzel Curry albums or anything. That's pretty good. Yeah, cool. Uh, two for the playlist for my two. I'm picking Easily Diet 1.5 and then also Take It Back V2 Charlie Heat version. Milo? Diet 1.5 and Pyro. <clears throat> Oh, so it comes, I mean, we're picking Diet 1.5, which I'm hella fine with. And then I have the choice between the Take It Back, Charlie Heat version, or Pyro. Or I can be swayed. I mean, these are all great songs, so if you have something else you like. I mean, Pyro had the 69 line. <laughs> Py- mm, yeah, Pyro did have the 69 line. So Yeah, I'll but Take ahead. It Back V2 had the fucking... Uh... Uh, bro, it had the shit. It had the Bubba Sparks line, bro. Like it did have a so, more memorable. So, Mark, too. you're making a really good point. But I literally, as we speak, have just put Diet 1.5 and Pyro <laughs> on the album appetizers playlist, which I have fully updated and caught back up on now. And those are already on there, so there's no changing. It is set in stone from now on. But we're adding two great songs onto the playlist right now. Milo, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we'll be reviewing next week? Yeah, so next week, yo, this is your boy right here, so this 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 cat don't play. So I don't know if y'all watch Complex News or if it's certain DJ academics uh, rubbed a particular Chicago rapper the, the wrong way. You should go check that out on YouTube. Pretty interesting exchange. But uh, that, that rapper, Vic Bensa, we're going to be reviewing his his latest project he's dropping thursday thursday was the date yes this thursday the 26 yes Do you remind me remind or me 25th of 20 well it's like 26 at midnight so yeah uh, i tape okay i tape so yes that's what's in store for our viewer our listeners next week tune in that's it that's the tweet Peace. All right. Later, guys. Ciao.